Hey, this is the Mark Butler Show, episode 52, which means today I'm celebrating one year of a podcast episode every week. And I'll tell you, it's been a great experience for me. The audience isn't necessarily huge, but the habit of podcasting every single week for a year has done so much for the quality of my thinking about my business. It's helped me gain the confidence that I can consistently produce content. So if you've been struggling with consistent content creation, I would encourage you to figure out which medium comes most easily to you and most naturally to you and just start there. I used to put way too much pressure on myself to produce a lot of content in a lot of different channels like podcasting and video creation and newsletter creation and maybe blogging on a website, maybe guest posting on other people's websites. And I just did not form the habit. And I think part of that might have been because I was trying to do too much at once. But now that I've been podcasting 52 weeks in a row, I've established the habit and I've established the confidence that I can show up every week. My deadline is that every Saturday night by midnight, I will publish a podcast episode. And because I do so well with short, uh, tight deadlines, I'm very often recording that podcast at 11 p.m. on a Saturday night, but I am getting it done. So if you have struggled, pick the medium that comes most naturally to you and just start doing it. Make a commitment to yourself that you're not going to miss a week and stick to it and just do it. Your confidence will grow. The habit will come. And I actually now feel very confident that I can expand into other areas of content creation, other types of marketing that I know will expand my reach and grow my business. But for me, I had to establish a foothold with this one small content creation habit. And that's been podcasting for me. So if you've been hanging around for a while, thanks for listening. Hope you continue to listen. Let me know how I can serve you better with this show. But above all else, this has been a victory for me because I've formed a habit and and stuck to it 100% for a year. So this week I want to just tell you a little bit about an experience that I had. I was traveling in the early part of the week for a family trip And then I'm now traveling again for a work trip. And right in between, this on this past Thursday, between my two trips, I had a fun emergency trip to the dentist. I had these two teeth that were really hurting me. The dentist had already told me, listen, I think these teeth might need root canals. And that's always fun to hear. My dentist always said, you know, I can tell that you really take good care of your teeth. I know you floss, I know you brush, I know you do all the things, but your teeth just don't really seem... To respond to the care, so these two teeth might need root canals. Well, I left and went on a trip, and when I came back, the dentist, they were still really hurting. I go back to the dentist, and he says, I'm going to refer you to this endodontist, in other words, root canal specialist, and just have a consult and see what he says. I call him. They say, you know what? We had a cancellation. We can get you in today. Come on in for a consult. I go. I sit down in his chair. He looks at the teeth. And he says, these teeth need root canals. And he says, if I let you go get on a plane tomorrow, because I had told him I have a work trip coming up, he said, if I let you go get on a plane with these two teeth in the condition that they're in, I predict that sometime between tomorrow and 48 hours from now, you will be in the fetal position on the floor. That's how how bad these teeth are. So we got to deal with them now. And I was like, Okay, let's let's do it. He did the whole thing, numbed me up, took care of my root canals, gave me some medicine, and said, "Now you're going to be in good shape." 
here's why I bring up this story to you. I had never met this dentist or this uh, endodontist. My dentist referred me to him. He had never met me. But when he came came in and sat down next to me and he looked at my x-rays, he looked at this cat skin that he did, he looked at the teeth and he said, here's the deal. These teeth need to be dealt with right now. And another thing he said, by the way, see that other tooth right there on the x-ray? We're going to deal with that tooth in a couple of weeks because that tooth has issues too. I was like, okay, this is all wonderful news. Thank you so much. But I bring it up on this podcast where we talk about we talk about marketing, we talk about expertise, we talk about specialization. I bring it up here because when he sat down, he sat down with so much and looked at me and talked to me with so much authority. He wasn't pushy. He wasn't overbearing. He didn't have like the warmest bedside manner, but I didn't need that from him. He he sat down and he looked me straight in the eye. He explained the situation. He told me what the solution was. He and I both knew that the solution was expensive. I'm a self-employed person. I don't have dental insurance. He looked at me in the eye and he said, we got to deal with these teeth right now. And if we don't, the consequences are going to be serious for you in terms of pain. Didn't hesitate. He just told me what I needed. And then he said, I'm going to keep my staff here a little bit late tonight and we're going to get these teeth done right now. And I said, okay. How much is it going to cost me? He said, oh, my team will explain that to you. He didn't even tell me how much it was going to cost because that's not his thing. His thing is, I'm looking at the teeth, I'm telling you what needs to happen, and I'm telling you when it needs to happen. You and I are people who are monetizing in some form our expertise. What this endodontist, this root canal specialist reminded me in that moment is that expertise is valuable. It's, it's valuable in the sense that you can charge a lot for it, but it's actually valuable to the consumer, to the client. As I was you know, laying on his dental chair and I've got the gas on me, I'm doing the nitrous thing and apparently the nitrous is cranked because I was in oblivion. I was so stoned from the nitrous that I hardly knew where I was. But I remember this vivid thought as I'm getting gassed and as he's going to work on me, I remember having this vivid thought. I am so grateful that this guy has this expertise, this specialty, because he's going to make it so my teeth don't hurt anymore. And so also I get to keep my teeth. They're not yanking them out of my head. I get to keep them and they won't hurt anymore. And it's because this guy spent however many hundreds or thousands of hours in training and education and then however long his career's been he didn't seem like a very young guy he's probably in his mid 40s however many of those procedures he had done before me prepared him for the moment where he could tell me this is what needs to happen here are the consequences if we don't do it we should do it right now clearly directly with authority with confidence so that I could trust that he was going to deliver the result that I needed. And he made it happen. And I remember in my completely stoned state, feeling so grateful for the fact that he had specialized. Because as an endodontist, all you do is root canals. You don't do tooth cleanings. You don't do all the other stuff that the general dentists do. You do root canals. And you charge a lot for them. I think my bill for the two root canals was $2,000. And 
that 2000 I was very happy to pay it. So he worked on me for about... Oh, we got people outside the hall of my hotel room. Maybe you can hear them. He worked on me for about an hour and a half. And in that hour and a half, he generated about $2,000 in revenue. And if you think about it, because this is the way I think, is I'm the CFO. He did those at the end of the day. He kept his staff a little bit late, or one of his staff, a little bit late to work on me. There's, I'm sure that at that point in the day, all of his expenses are paid by procedures he'd done earlier in the day. So by the time he's working on my teeth, that $2,000, that's pretty much going straight into his pocket minus taxes. Because, for an hour and a half of work, because he chose to specialize just to develop real authority and experience in that area and then deliver a great experience in that area. And he really did deliver a great experience. I had a root canal like five years ago. It was awful. It was, I kind of had nightmares going into these in this situation because the one five years ago was so bad. In this one, they worked on me for a long time, but at the end of it, I was like, was that really it? I didn't feel pain. There were a couple of sensitive moments, but he took care of me, and I was like, you know, 10 out of 10, would root canal again with this guy. Become the expert that can deliver the experience that he did. I want to show up for my clients in the way that he was able to work with me. I want to be able to sit down with my clients and without ego and without being pushy, sit down with them and say, here's what needs to happen. Here are the consequences if we don't do it. I think now's the time to do it. Are you in? Okay, great. Let's get started. Think about that in how you are approaching your business, your clients that you're working with. And I hope you're having a great week. I will talk to you next weekend.